prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Saying that today's show is an amazing show is an understatement. We're going to start out with the first hour with a brand new, regularly scheduled show uh, here on the network uh, called Military Fitness Radio. I've wanted to do this show actually since last year, and I wanted to do it with the guy that we're going to be doing with because he is nothing short of an American hero in a time where patriotism is, is as thin as vapor in this country. We have people that lay down their lives so that other people can be complete idiots. And uh, what we hope to do with this show is bridge fitness, conditioning, and the readiness of a warrior because we live in very uncertain times now. And uh, we can't live with our head in the sand any longer. And there is no better guy uh, to teach us about this than uh, Nathaniel Morrison. We'll have him on in just a second. Second hour, yet again, groundbreaking. You know, a few months ago, I did a show on microdosed LSD. Everybody knows that I did a lot of LSD as a kid. Maybe that's why I am the way I am. Uh, so a listener listened to the show. He suffered from depression. Um, he's anonymous. We've actually used a voice changer. We bumped his voice up a couple octaves uh, because obviously he's concerned about uh, his job and his life and people judging him. But he went ahead and tried microdosed LSD, and he says it changed his life. And we're going to find out more about that when we interview him during the second hour. Right now, let's get Nathaniel Morrison. How you doing, Nate? Good, Carl. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Can you hear me okay? I'm clear. How, how about me? You know what? You're, you're a little, uh, you're breaking up a little bit all of a sudden. But uh, let's see what we could do. We could always shift to the uh, phone uh, uh, at the first break, if we have to, um, we've got to, what's that? I think we have to, yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a little music folks and, uh, we're going to try something else. Sit tight. Okay. You there, Nate? I am, sir. Oh, much better. Much better. Okay. Nice. So, um, what I said earlier in the show and why this is important, a lot of people are going to listen to this show and they're going to think, oh, what do I care about? military fitness but the reality is that we live in a in a crazy world today and it, more so than ever before people need to understand what it takes to be prepared and who better to teach them that than a guy who spent his life as a military hero and we're going to talk about your resume first so people understand who you are before we start doing these shows uh but also okay. that's taught other people you you've taught in, in the military, you've taught all the things that you're going to be teaching the audience today to actual yeah. soldiers, right? Yes, absolutely. I, I started a couple of different human performance programs and uh, combatives programs, all basically in the pursuit of this higher level of performance and performance excellence that, you know, keeps the guys healthy and extends their longevity because people are just, you know, you know, they'll, they'll perform high for a couple of years and then they'll spend, the, you know, say the second half of their career is broken. So 
trying to fix that, and um, now I'm, I'm trying to do it for everyone. So let's start off. You and I met many years ago through a common friend, Paul Becker from Earth Pulse Technologies, and you know, just yeah. goes to show that you leverage you leverage everything you can for your guys, uh, technology wise. Mm-hmm. And so back then, um, you told me a little bit about your career in the military. You started off in pararescue. Let's tell people yeah. what para. I don't think people know what that is. You you actually paratroop in or parachute in behind enemy lines to recover uh, American assets. We're talking about people's lives, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pararescue is is the only dedicated personnel and equipment recovery organization in the Department of Defense, and that's you know you've you've given it a, a pretty fair shake there. I mean it's. Uh, but it's a little bit more than just parachuting. It's basically by any means necessary, get to um, an isolated person or a piece of equipment or both and bring them home. Um, and so, of course, we leverage any means necessary. So whether that's helicopters, parachutes, boats, walking, driving, swimming, you name it, um, you know, climbing mountains, that's what we do. And um, it, it's a very, very uh, rewarding job. You get to do a lot of work with all the other uh, special operations uh, units throughout the different services and um you know it's just it's just a hell of a nice thing to do to wake up every morning and go and do that it's very very exciting uh, very very dangerous and very very difficult on the body for sure um then uh, yeah so i mean within all of that um throughout one's military career you end up doing you know one or two gigs as an instructor um and then there's also you know within pararescue they're very um they're big self-starters, you know, so uh, one of the things that I was always doing was always trying to do something to make the job better, make the profession better, make us better at doing our jobs, um, and then, of course, uh, you know, years and years of war. So, um, you know, we got to go out there and test it and, and play with it and come back and see what worked, see what didn't, and uh, you just keep driving on day by day. So, so I'm just going to read through some of these, okay? And then you can kind of tell me, like, what I'm reading, okay? You were also a pararescue combative program manager and instructor. This means you taught the combat tactics that these guys had to be able to use if they find themselves in a dangerous situation behind enemy lines. Well, and specifically that program was, um, I guess, really more of a, a martial arts program that um, we were combining with modern combat tactics with a firearm. So if you're looking at uh, close quarters combat, uh, clearing buildings and so on and so forth, um, there was also the, the hand-to-hand combat side that went with that. So if you ended up in a position or a situation where you couldn't shoot, shouldn't shoot, uh, those types of things, you could then handle that on your own, uh, you know, without using firearms, using, you know, hands, knives, improvised weapons, that kind of thing. So uh, that's a program that I started back in 98, I want to say, and um, it's changed a lot. Um, not really the way I wanted it to, but yeah, I'm the one that started it and, and drove it forward for many, many years, and uh, it was extremely rewarding. It, it's actually what led to a lot of the other things that has me so far out ahead of everyone else in the human performance realm was kind of that synergy that we were developing in that program. Uh, military freefall slash static line and jump starter instructor is is that like uh, repelling uh, into situations? No, uh, 
Uh, jump master is what that is. And, th- and what that is is uh, I did a stint as an instructor basically teaching people how to jump out of airplanes and then how to be the guy in the airplane that oh, free is controlling fall. those yeah, troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So it's basically skydiving with a whole lot of equipment strapped to you day or night. Um, and then, you know, what we were doing is teaching guys who had, uh, they had jumped out of an airplane, but with a parachute system that pulls the parachute for you immediately once you leave the airplane. So now a, a skydiving situation um, where they're responsible, you know, you're, you're jumping at um, a static line parachute, you're jumping at, say, 1,200 feet, uh, anywhere down to 800 feet. Um, and, you know, so it's a low-altitude thing. They're kind of crappy round parachutes. Um, with the other parachutes, you can go as high as, say, 35,000 feet. Um, you know, where you would be in free fall for over a minute um, and opening your parachute at a lower altitude um, or even a higher altitude and flying for many, many miles under that parachute into where you've got to land. This one sounds really, this one sounds really interesting to me. And especially in a real world uh, aspect, mountain warfare instructor. So you're talking about terrain uh, that is very difficult. And now you have to, you have to do battle in that terrain. You do, and not just that, but the environment is is probably more dangerous than the guys you're fighting in that. <laughs> right. Um, so you know, it's it's nothing for temperatures to plunge. You know, fifty, sixty, seventy degrees in a couple of hours. Um, it's nothing to to have seventy degree weather at fourteen thousand feet, and then to have a blizzard come in that lasts for four days. Um, you know, and and temperatures drop down to ten, twenty below zero. Um, you know on top of the effects of altitude, on top of the fact that you're carrying a lot more uh, equipment, the fact that your your calorie and your water requirements double or more at those altitudes. And, oh, by the way, you have to fight. You know? So it's, it's pretty damn brutal. And on top of that, it, it calls for all new skill sets that you have to use so that you don't fall off the mountain and die. So, yeah, yeah. it's pretty gnarly. And then a uh, power rescue instructor evaluator um mm-hmm. so you you actually taught guys to actually do that job that you had been doing uh, back in that's the 90s. correct yeah 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 what what's combat yeah, com, what's combat dive supervisor Are we talk about diving in water now uh yeah yeah so like i said you know pararescue employs any means of getting to the target and you know part of that includes diving so um with everything that you do you basically have uh, someone that is uh, in charge of the men or and or in charge of that particular evolution. So um, not every guy is qualified to look out of an airplane and, and determine that, hey, we're at the spot we need to get out and release the men out of the airplane. Um, just like when you're diving, uh, the dive supervisor is in charge of making sure that all of the dive equipment that the guys are wearing is is put on properly, it's functional, They've got all the information they need uh, to execute that dive, to execute that infiltration, and then you know, and so he runs that entire uh, segment of uh, of that activity. So he's basically the guy in charge. Um, and so at at a particular level, once you've been in long enough, you end up being in charge of all of these things. That's what being a team leader is all about: is that um, you're in charge of the team, but you're also the guy that's in charge of. Uh, all of these high-risk activities, you know, leading your guys through these high-risk insertions and infiltrations and all that sort of thing. Uh, special so, yeah. special ops combat medic, EMT, and paramedic. I, yeah. I got I to say something first. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I watch a reality TV show, 
<laughs> uh, like like uh, uh, Naked and Afraid or any of these reality TV shows, one of the things that becomes apparent to me that probably doesn't become apparent to most people is all the crazy stuff that the participants of the reality TV show are doing. The cameraman's mm-hmm. doing it backwards, right? Yeah. We, we don't we don't realize that. Oh my God, he's on the edge of a cliff, and the cameraman's on the edge of the cliff too, videoing him, but he's walking backwards. And I almost feel sometimes. Like medics are those guys. Like there's guys out there fighting wars. And when they get wounded, the medic just goes out there and starts putting them back together while the same bullets are flying over his head. He's kind of like the cameraman. We don't even realize that like he's not only doing what they're doing, but he's doing something even more dangerous because he's putting himself out there knowingly that he has become a target to save someone else's life. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and fortunately, over the decades, we've developed techniques for being less of a, what we'd call a bullet sponge in that situation. <laughs> um, you know, because you do no one any good if, if you get killed. Right. Um, and, and so they say, first and foremost, the best medicine is to return fire um, and, and then figure out how to solve that situation to, to get these guys out of there and, and patch them up. But that's one of the other things that uh, one of the other things that's unique about pararescue is that every single operator is a paramedic. Um, and so it's not like you have one medic on, on a SEAL team or two medics on a special forces team. You know, you have every single guy is a medic. And, and it's actually very interesting because, you know, the guys are there. They want to help. And, and um, you end up in kind of an interesting situation where, um, everyone wants to help the guy that's hurt, and uh, often you have to say, no, no, you know, you guys pull security, do this, do that. You know, we really only need one or two guys on this dude. And, uh, you know, so it's it's an interesting bit of management and leadership that, that you have to go through just because um, everyone is, is trained in everything equally uh, or more or less equally, and so everyone kind of wants to get in on it. And, uh you know, so but that's part of the training. You know, you, you designate your small teams, and and you know, hey, these these are the guys that are going to work on the patient. You're going to do this. You're going to do that, and it flows really well. Um, but it's just it, it's really nice to have that level of capability where you can do pretty much anything. And it's um, you know the the teams don't necessarily leverage that to the extent that they ought to, uh, but they certainly have the capability. And it's really nice because it means that if we need to go work with someone else. We can do everything that they can do, or most everything they can do. Um, certainly, when it comes to getting there and getting the job done, um, whereas a lot of other folks can't do that. For example, um, well, it, it may have changed now, but there was a time where not all uh, Navy SEALs were military freefall qualified parachutists. So, you know, you only had certain guys. Uh, to this day, not all Special Forces uh, troops are combat divers or military freefall guys and so on and so forth. But your, you know, the air force special tactics guys were always qualified in everything. So it gave us, and, and to this day gives us the versatility. That I, I was just thinking don't. of that while we were talking about this, right? We hear all this stuff about seal team six and we have all this stuff about Rangers and we hear all mm-hmm. these great things, but it sounds to me like uh, power rescue guys are all that and more. I mean, yeah, I don't mean I any, mean, I don't mean any disrespect, to sure, anyone sure. in special ops, but it sounds like I mean, you guys are all medics. You guys can dive. You guys, I mean, here, here's the thing: open, open ocean SAR technician. Open ocean means that you guys are out there in the ocean too. I mean, you guys yeah. do it all. Yeah, yeah. There's been a there's 
in fact, most of the peacetime missions that we do tend to run uh, where there's someone who's who's got a problem on, say, a freighter that's three, four, five, six hundred miles offshore, um, out beyond the reach of the Coast Guard, and so they call the Air Force, and the Air Force goes out, and and the pararescuemen go out and and save that guy. Um, and we've lost a few folks doing that. You know, that's that's dangerous business operating around a, a you know an eight hundred foot ship. Um, that, that's big. Um, and, uh, there's, there's certainly been some guys lost there, but yeah, I mean, any, any time, any place, uh, you know, to include in, in hurricanes and tropical storms, um, you know, that's, that's what we do. And I, 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 I passed over advanced rope rescue technician, but obviously that means that you guys are coming down on a, from, from someplace up above on a rope and then taking a human being back up with you. Sounds like, right. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different applications for that. Whether it's um, you know, for example, in the mountains or in an urban environment, or uh, um, swift water <clears throat> swift water rescue is a big thing. Um, you may recall recall seeing some of the flooding in Texas and other places. And you, you see this all the time, right? You know, where they show you've got a, a body of water that's flowing, and some knucklehead tries to drive out into that and right. get swept away. You know, so that well, someone's got to go get that guy. Um, and actually, we run into a lot of these issues overseas as well, because, for example, in the springtime, uh, when the snow melts in Afghanistan, the rivers swell, and inevitably there's someone that tries to go into those rivers and, and cross it and doesn't understand the power that water has. And it, it'll sweep them off their feet, and then you've got to do a, you know, a body recovery three, four, five miles down the, down the river. Um, so, um, you know, and not only that, I mean, it, you know, there were also issues in uh, in Iraq with guys either being blown into in vehicles blown into canals um or ending up in canals and and you know a lot of those run pretty swift you know the Tigris and Euphrates run pretty swift um you know so it, there there's certain technical uh aspects to those recovery operations that you have to be well trained in and really careful about and now you just alluded to something. I mean, you you have been deployed many times, uh, both yeah. for uh, our government as a U.S. Uh, Air Force uh, uh, operator, but also you you worked with Allied forces, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just kind of the nature of, of things these days. Every everything is kind of a joint fight. So, um, you know, Afghanistan. You know, you had all kinds of folks showing up to to be a part of this war. Um, and the same thing happened in, in uh, Iraq as well and, and in other places. Um, and, you know, it's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty interesting because you get to see how everyone else does things. And, you know, we don't have a monopoly on good ideas. A lot of these guys have really phenomenal ideas, phenomenal methods that they use. And, and it's just really neat to, to go out and work with them either side by side or to be attached to them or to have them attached to you and, and to be doing the job and, um, it's something that they call the global special operations network. Um, and it's, it's neat. It's really, really neat to work with these other guys. And, and, you know, there's a level of camaraderie between warriors, if you will, that exists that it's just, uh, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate that we don't get to experience the glory in that, that, that is there. And I, I hope that doesn't sound too cheesy, but, I mean, when you come home from all of that, you, then you become a civilian, and you're sitting there, and, and life is just beating you down, and all you can think about is that time that, you know, you were with, you know, say the SAS in Afghanistan or, uh, you know, 
the Italians or, or whatever in Iraq, uh, or the, or the Polish in Iraq in, in particular. I mean, just what a, what a damn adventure. You know, yeah. and you'll never do that again. Well, hell, and, they, uh, they make movies about this stuff. People love to go see movies uh, with yeah. Sly Stallone uh, and, you know, and Rambo and all this <laughs> sort of stuff. I mean, we, we love that stuff. We embrace that stuff in the movies. But the reality is the guys who are really doing it, we kind of shun them. Where We're like, you know, uh, I mean, it, look, I grew up in the 60s yeah. during the Vietnam War. Right. Yeah. And it started that the anti patriotism movement started in the sixties with the Vietnam mm-hmm. War. Love it or hate it. Were we there yeah. for the right reasons? Were we there? People don't realize I just watched a documentary about the Vietnam War. It was going on for fifty years before we even got yeah. involved in it. Um mm-hmm. but something happened in the sixties. Uh this notion that the men and women who went abroad so that we could stay home and be protected, all of a sudden became villains. And that has amplified and in an echo chamber of political yeah. correctness in our world today. And people, you know what? You know what I say? And I say this about all things. I, I say, if you think that's what it is, let somebody drop you in Afghanistan and you can, and you, <laughs> and you come home. You know, oh, you'll, yeah. be, you'll wish for somebody like Nate Morrison to be there. I, I guarantee it. Uh, so it, it, it's a terrible, it really is a thankless position today, but what I hope to do with this show and with you mm-hmm. is not to glorify it, but to look at it from the practical aspect of how can we as individuals, uh, somehow incorporate some of these things that you understand as a warrior into our yeah. own lives so that we are better prepared and better protected because it is very uncertain times today. In fact, one of the things we're going to talk about uh, on an upcoming show is if you find yourself in a crowd that's being barreled over by a U-Haul truck. You know, mm-hmm. what do you do? How do you – what do you, you – know, and so who better to learn that stuff from than a guy who has probably found himself in situations like that and taught other people in the military to avoid them. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about physical fitness, what it really is when we talk about uh, being a warrior, okay? You got it. Okay, stay tuned. You're, You're listening to Superhuman Radio. This is the very first maiden episode of Military Fitness Radio. There's going to be a lot more. If you have questions, send them to onair at superhumanradio.net. We'll get Nate to answer them in the future. Nate Morrison doesn't like me saying this. He hates it. When I first said this about him on a show many, many years ago, I think he got angry with me. But Nate Morrison is an American hero. Pay attention. We'll be right back. U.S. Wellness Beats is the leader in home-delivered, high-quality animal protein. Grass-fed beef, lamb, bison, and dairy. Plus, wild-caught seafood, heritage pork, and free-range poultry. Everything delivered right to your door within days of your order. There is no one better to supply you and your family with the highest quality pastured meat product and dairy than U.S. Wellness Meats. Save 15% off when you use the coupon code SHR. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the U.S. Wellness Meats banner ad today. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. 
Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. 4.6 million years of evolution gave us the blueprint for the perfect protein supplement for humans. So why do all protein supplement manufacturers ignore it? We don't. The first human-appropriate protein supplement is Thrive Advanced. Built around the blueprint of mother's milk, Thrive Advanced contains the amino acids, peptides, micronutrients, enzymes, probiotics, and vitamins that support protein absorption and assimilation. All of our dairy proteins come from happy cows on pastures here in the United States and are low-heat pasteurized. You'll never find any artificial sweeteners, additives, or ingredients. You won't even find thickeners or gums in Thrive Advanced. And we back up our label claims with post-production lab analysis that's available right on our website. Visit superhumanradio.com and click the Thrive Advanced banner ad and use code SHR and save 50% off your entire order today. If you've followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenics Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenics Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kigenics Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kigenics banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kigenics Prime. I couldn't have done it without it. Do you know how to properly use carbohydrates to ignite your performance in the field and in the gym? You will now, thanks to this free book by EFX Sports. The Carb User's Guide for Maximum Performance reveals why omitting carbohydrates from your diet can totally crush your gains. Ever wonder how many grams you need for your specific sport? Not anymore. We give you the critical number you need to dominate your competition. You'll even discover the super carb that's taking the athletic world by storm. You must try it to believe it. Go to getcarbolin.com forward slash carb guide today and get your copy absolutely free. Once again, it's G-E-T-K-A-R-B-O-L-Y-N.com forward slash C-A-R-B-G-U-I-D-E. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert, but this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back to Military Fitness Radio. Nate Morrison is the host. I am the co-host. I am his Ed McMahon. <laughs> There you go. All right. So when we talk about fitness uh, in our world, we talk about, oh, I did an hour of cardio today. It was easy. But when you guys talk about physical fitness, what are you really talking about? Well, that's that's a really good question. I, I, and do I have the, the latitude to ramble for just a moment? Absolutely. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> I know you just said Nate Morrison is the host, but man, this is Superhuman Network. This is your show, but uh, um, but you know, this is a great, great question, and it's it, it's something that haunted me for a long time because um, we are all kind of prey to what the fitness industry likes to put out there, and it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, and they have a vested interest in selling the product that they've kind of developed, and and they've got a model and a method and everything. And the problem is that that doesn't really correspond with reality, and it doesn't correspond with, for example, athleticism or athletes. And that was where I first started digging, saying, why is it that we can't use what the fitness industry is selling to develop athletes? Why is that different, and what is the difference? And that led to years and years of, of just maddening research. Um, but I ended up doing a lot of study uh, on anthropology because I was very interested in, okay, in its native state, what is it that the human being is designed to do? Because all organisms on Earth are designed, you know, they have a function, they have a purpose. There are the things that are normal for them. Um, and so what is that? And it turns out that human beings are built for long distance and duration walking, and um, boy, are they ever. I mean, the, the, the human being's ability and stamina in walking is shocking. Um, and that, that applies to running as well. Um, and that's a big, big deal. They also sprint. Um, they've got um, kind of a limited capability there. Um, they, they're built to do moderate intensity manual labor for prolonged periods of time. And they're, they're built to do quick, short bursts of heavy lifting and all that sort of fun stuff. But what it really comes down to is humans are designed to hunt, fight, play, work, and reproduce. And when you look at, um, you know, how you go about training for that and how you go about um, programming that and, and, and building yourself into something that, um, you know, represents a, or, or looks like an athlete or a warrior or just the, that optimized human being that is able to re, um, respond to any emergency out there is very different than what uh, is being sold out there um, as, as fitness and all that sort of thing. And it's fun to start with what the actual definition of physical fitness is. And the definition of that is physical fitness is the ability to perform a specific task or activity safely and effectively. So what does that really mean? Well, there's two key terms in here. Safely means without causing any harm or undue stress to the 12 body systems and negatively impacting physical and mental health. Effectively means that you can perform that task or activity to a given standard of performance um, and you can, uh, that is measurable. Okay? You can't just, you know, because to say, well, I'm fit doesn't mean anything. Right. It's a non-statement, right? Like, I'm fit to drink this water or to have a cheeseburger, but I'm probably, right, I'm not fit to run a marathon and I'm not fit to join the, the, the junior Olympic team in swimming, you know. Right. Fitness has to have a definition, and, and that's a really big deal. And, and so just to give you some examples of how I start to really drill in on true physical fitness, uh, I'd like to give you an example of, of a run. Please. Um, okay, so the military... You know, the Army loves to have you run two miles for its, its uh, PT test. Okay, well, 
let's just say, and it is, that if you can run two miles in 14 minutes, that's seven minutes per mile, and that's pretty darn respectable. Um, and as a matter of fact, six, six, depending on the age category, six minutes a mile uh, or, or 12 minutes gives you 100 points. Okay. Well, that's mildly interesting. Pretty much anyone can gut through that. They can rock and roll that. They can, you know, with a short amount of training, they can push through that. But see, that just points at, at a, an incomplete standard. I look at it and I say, well, you have to incorporate the safety piece of it, and you have right. to incorporate the mission-specific piece. Because if I run two miles and I got nothing left at the end of it, how can I fight and reposition mm -hmm. and then do all this other stuff, right? So I have to do that run in a, in a, in a different way. I have, to, I have to have different goals. I have to have different standards. So for me, what constitutes fit is, say, the ability to run two miles in 12 minutes, which is a six-minute mile, but I want your heart rate below 150 beats a minute. Mm. Because now we keep you in the lower end of the aerobic, uh, the aerobic zone, which means that the physical and physiological impact of that activity was minimal. You arrive, and you're barely out of breath, and now you can fight, and you've got the capacity to just roll right into it, um, come through the fight, and then do what you've got to do after that. That's a high level of running fitness, and that's a well-defined standard. See what I mean? Yeah, and, and the reality is most of us in this audience – gauge fitness by a, spe a specific task. So um, yeah. I I'll do an hour of cardio uh, five days a week, and that allows me to feel good in normal life, and yeah. I consider myself fit. But the reality is that to be a warrior, you have to be multidiscipline fit. You have to be fit in strength, you have to be fit in endurance, you have to be fit in agility, you have to be fit in speed, you have to, I mean, this is a, a totally different paradigm than those of mm -hmm. us who squat or deadlift and then do cardio and go, I'm fit. Yeah, you're fit to squat and deadlift and do cardio, but you're not fit to run an hour mm -hmm. and fight afterwards, as you point out. And let's be honest, That's right. let's be honest, the ultimate challenge isn't the squat or the deadlift it's the ultimate challenge is being able to run out of the way of a car an oncoming car and save your own life or to do battle mm -hmm. and save your own life the ultimate challenge as you put it before is to do whatever necessary that's the ultimate yeah. challenge that is the ultimate right and, and and to be considered fit for that you have to be able to do it without any uh any health detriment you know you can't you can't be excessively sore tomorrow you can't be excessively fatigued today, and you have to be able to do it again several times now. You know, and that's a whole different level of of fitness. It's a whole different type of fitness, and you know, fitness is very specific. Um, and it's something that I grappled with a lot with the whole military thing because defining what those standards need to be and and how to make that specific really took a lot of years of of research and study and, and cooperation with other folks. Uh, around the world to to come up with, and we we did finally do that. Um, and and it's you know one of the things that is a problem in the military, and it's it's why I mean this shows for everyone. I mean, 
if you're a human being, that's kind of what I say, you know, my, my company is American Defense, but, you know, and they say, well, who is this for? And I say, well, are you human? Yes. Okay, then it's for you. Right. Um, you know, right. Because it's great if you want to, if you want to pack on a bunch of muscle and get really strong, that's fine. You know, we can help you do that, but, but you're a liability if you can't do the other things that make you a great human and a well-rounded soldier and all that other sort of thing. Um, because, you know, life happens. And, and usually when life happens, it's, it's really nasty. And if you can't, you know, um, you know, I don't know, like right now we're going into the winter season, you know, I 70 in Colorado is already getting lots of snow. And every year they, they have motorists that are stranded. Well, you know, if you can't walk 10 miles, in in that, then what good are you? Well, you know, look, well, you know, you know, you know, look. Here's another example, right? And it's it's an extreme example, but it's yeah. important to understand that this stuff happens. A yeah. large number of people died in the World Trade Center, mm-hmm. not because they were trapped, but they could not descend a mm-hmm. hundred floors of stairs. They couldn't walk down. A hundred yeah. flights of stairs. They just yeah. sat, they got exhausted. They sat down and they perished. Now think yeah. about that. We're not talking about walking up. We're talking about yeah. walking down. Right. Gravity assisted. I mean, you know, I told you the story about when I went to Israel right after the, the month after mm-hmm. September 11th in 2001, and I'm sitting in my chair on El Al's flight. And I'm scoping out where the oxygen tank is because I'm thinking if anything goes down with a box cutter, I'm going to grab that and start swinging it like a baseball bat. You know, Hell it's yeah. like it's like these things can happen. And and the only mm-hmm. people that get harmed in these situations are the people who don't think they can happen. Like you said, you know, everybody's walking around on their phone. They're not paying attention to who's around them. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're very vulnerable today just because it didn't happen in your proximity, that was your saving grace. But if something happens in your proximity, will you be prepared to yeah. do what you have to do to save your own life? That is the ultimate fitness. And right. that's what we have to right. talk about. I want to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk specifically about um, military fitness. Yeah. Because you talk about neuromuscular and neuropsychological aspects of that. And I think that's mm-hmm. a really important discussion to get into next. Okay? Okay. You All got right, it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more with Nate Morrison. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. 4.6 million years of evolution gave us the blueprint for the perfect protein supplement for humans. So why do all protein supplement manufacturers ignore it? We don't. The first human-appropriate protein supplement is Thrive Advanced. Built around the blueprint of mother's milk, Thrive Advanced contains the amino acids, peptides, micronutrients, enzymes, probiotics, and vitamins that support protein absorption and assimilation. All of our dairy proteins come from happy cows on pastures here in the United States and are low-heat pasteurized. You'll never find any artificial sweeteners, additives, or ingredients. You won't even find thickeners or gums in Thrive Advanced. And we back up our label claims with post-production lab analysis that's available right on our website. 
Visit superhumanradio.com and click the Thrive Advanced banner ad and use code SHR and save 50% off your entire order today. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert, but this is no ordinary dessert with 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars. You've heard about turmeric, and you probably use it. It's one of the most talked-about health foods in America. Pure Indian Foods sources certified organic turmeric from small farmers in India. This limited edition turmeric is standardized to contain high, naturally occurring curcumin, which is the good stuff you want. It's also lab tested for heavy metals, which you want less of in your food. Psst, don't tell too many people about it. It's limited edition. Get yours today. Go to highcurcumin today to learn more. You've tried countless products that promise digestive relief, but you still suffer from bloating. Do you avoid foods that give you a distended stomach and abdominal discomfort? Want something that actually works? You need Ottrantil. Ottrantil is the first in its class to naturally target the root cause of bloating and finally deliver real relief. Developed by a gastroenterologist, Ottrantil is the only proven over-the-counter solution for bloating. Learn more at lovemytummy.com. Ottrantil is backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Visit lovemytummy.com today. Use code SHR for 10% off. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. There is no other olive oil like Papa Vince Extra Virgin Olive. Not just because of the care and quality that goes into producing it, but also because the unique Nocellata di Belice olive that grows in Sicily is like no other olive in the world. Its spicy yet buttery flavor improves any food it comes in contact with. Higher in antioxidants, Papa Vince is raw, unfiltered, and cloudy, and comes from a single orchard owned and operated by the same family for over 100 years. It's the only olive oil Elisa and I will ever use. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Papa Vince banner ad and use code SHR45 and get two bottles of Papa Vince for $45 while supplies last. This is the Superhuman Channel, where brawn and brains finally meet. Welcome back. I just put in my holiday order for Papa Vince olive oil, and I also put in a large order for the uh, high curcumin turmeric that we talked about. Um, that You'll hear the interview next week, but I recorded it yesterday with Sandeep Argwal. Uh, we have the best um, turmeric in the world available on Supreme Radio. I say this with complete honesty. Four to five percent standardized for curcumoids, much higher than anything else out there. More importantly, organic and tested for heavy metals. Uh, it is really the best turmeric in the world. Uh, 
and uh, it, it's 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 not available year round because uh, it's small crops in India that it comes from, and uh, Sandeep runs out pretty quickly. So you need to go to superunradio dot com and place your order for the holidays. We're talking with Nate Morrison. This show is the maiden voyage of the uh, military fitness radio that will be on regularly here at Supreme Radio Network. And uh, let's talk about military fitness. So when we, how is that different than just fitness when we talk about it in, in you know, uh, people who do, uh, you know, not marathons, but what are those things called? Iron Man or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's a, it's a great question. Um, and, and it's one that people have got to understand and know the answer to it's it's actually really really critical that that this piece of information get out there um and and the thing is is that a soldier really technically uh and i and i used to hate this term i've come to i've come to grips with it um really truly the soldier is an athlete he's a tactical athlete and i can go into that another time and what what you know the, the technical definitions of that but the thing is is that you have to approach your training the way an athlete does. And so all these guys that just go out and, and do a hard run and then crush themselves in the gym, do some CrossFit, you know, this type of thing, they all have this idea that they're supposed to go as hard as possible all the time or most of the time and so on and so forth. And they just beat themselves into the ground. They injure themselves and they never get any better. Um, of course, one of the funny things that I love hearing is the, say, well, I'm in the best shape of my life. So we'll define that, you know, compared to who and compared to what. I, you know? I think a lot of people uh, say that based on a sense of well-being, this this amorphous feeling that I just yeah. feel so good. I must be in the best shape of my life. Right. So show me the numbers, you know, and, and they'll show me the numbers. And I, I just laugh. I said, well, that's good if you're a sixth grade girl. That's cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, right. but that's not going to cut it in the real world. You know, an athlete has to have a plan. They have to have standards they're shooting for. You know, when you, you know, you don't just show up at the Olympic trials and say, hey, you know, I want to get on the team. You've got to perform at every level all the way up to qualify for these levels of competition. So the, the, the big thing that I, that I want to hammer home here is that military fitness and anything to do with fitness for military service or tactical service, if you're a law enforcement officer or whatever, it has nothing to do with with pushing yourself to exhaustion every time. In fact, if you're doing that, um, I think Dr. Jordan Peterson calls that low resolution. It's 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 so simplistic. It's so kind of dumb, you know, misunderstanding of what reality actually is. That you know, it's it's the blind leading the deaf kind of situation because absolutely nobody who has to perform does that. So what do athletes do? What do real athletes do? How do real athletes train? It's not like that. You know, it will shock all of these high intensity junkies to learn that the truth is, is that you do 80% of your training is low intensity, 80%. And 20% is higher intensity, maybe 10% truly high intensity, maybe 10% is is moderately high intensity, um, and it's treated with kid gloves and very, very carefully. And over the years in Olympic sports science, this is increasing. It's becoming even more than 80% because they're learning you can't beat athletes that hard and still set a new world record. 
Mm-hmm. So we're actually, the shift is going back towards more low intensity work. And this, you know, I'm, it just, I'm, I'm very emotionally frustrated about this, this whole situation because the people that I train and the people that, that my coaches train shatter international special operations um, uh, standards. I mean, they just leave them in the dust and they do it with a heart rate of 120 and they're bored. You know, and then everyone else is out there doing CrossFit and crushing themselves and yelling and screaming and, and, and they're getting nowhere. I mean, they barely passed the PT test. And, and so now let's, now we can get into the real meat of. Well, I want, I want to speak to that. I want to speak to that for a second. So one of the greatest athletes in the world is a horse, a thoroughbred racehorse. Oh yeah. And, and I've spent five years on the the backstretch on the racetrack. Mm -hmm. I dropped out of high Mm -hmm. school and I went to work at the racetrack Mm -hmm. and while you were saying that, I was trying to find examples in my life that either uh, agreed with or disagreed with your statement. And I thought about racehorses. You don't work. Uh, ra- working a horse is actually putting them through the paces of, a, of the speed and exertion of a real race. Mm-hmm. Really, 80% of what you do with a racehorse is galloping, just galloping mm-hmm. them around the track. Uh, maybe you'll tell the exercise boy – to quote unquote, give him his head for for a quarter mile, which is just let the horse run as fast as he wants to, yeah. and then maybe once a month you send them up for a workout, and that's what they call it. They, I'm, we're going to work this horse six furlongs today. That means that the jockey yeah. is going to whip that horse and drive that horse like it's a all out race. You just do that once a month. That's yeah. what develops the speed of a horse. That's right. You have to have that foundation of the lower intensity work because it's, it's a pyramid, you know? And so your, your aerobic work, your low intensity work has to be the base of the pyramid and the wider the base of your pyramid, the higher the top of your pyramid can be. And that's how it works. Everyone's trying to build the pyramid upside down. They say, well, I'll, I'll get myself into a, into a, a high end lactate or anaerobic state and I'll just beat myself to death there. And they don't understand that the more you do that, you shrink your aerobic reserve and your and your capacity, and you, so you're actually going backwards. Um, and most of these guys, they've got a functional limit of about 20 minutes. And it's like, well, 20 minutes. I mean, that that's nothing. You know, you're, de- you're dead. A, you're dead. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when it, my, one of my favorites is, is when I was teaching at the Mountain Warfare School. We would all, you know, you saw this almost every class, and. Uh, you, you would have these guys come in and they say, oh, I'm going to kick this course's ass. You know, I've been doing CrossFit. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> and, you know, we'd get to the top of the mountain, you know, because you, you know, we'd walk the students up to the top of the mountain every day. And you get up to the top of the mountain and the CrossFit boys are 10 minutes behind everyone else. And, and the person up front is this bubbly little 19-year-old ROTC girl. And just talking the whole way, you know, and, and, and you look at these guys, you go, so, so about that CrossFit thing, what, what was that all about? You know? Right. And, um, but you know, I think all of this comes from a lack of proper standards. And what people don't understand is that when the army says, I want you to do, you know, I don't know, 50 push ups, 50 sit ups and run two miles. These are your minimum standards to, to allow you to continue to participate in the game. Right. These right. are not the 
optimal This is not a workout. Standard. Yeah, this is not a workout. You shouldn't go, wow, that kicked my ass, or even that's going to slow me down for an hour. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. These are the standards that just say if you're going to be in the Army uh, or be in this unit, you've got to do this. But that's not what optimal for combat is. The two are very, very radically different. For example, I mean, there is no test uh, officially in the army for, for ruck marching. You know, there's nothing that, that says, I mean, they do it, but it's not an official. So for, for, so for uh, people who don't know, ruck marching is means you're, you're marching with full uh, gear, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically it's just the backpack, but I mean, typically in the army, it involves your load bearing equipment, your rifle, your helmet, uh, and your backpack. How much does that weigh typically? Um, Okay, so it it will depend a little bit. For example, your your medics and your and your radio men are are heavier. Your your machine gunners are heavier. But uh, typically these days, it's over. It's well over seventy pounds, um, and that's a problem um, because we're overloading our soldiers dramatically, and we're not training them for that. You know, right. you could train them up for that, but they're not. You know. And, of course, the reason is because they set minimum standards for participation, not what's optimal for performance. And, and there's no correlation at all between what they're tested on and what their job requires of, of them. You know, so this, this, what, the, job, or what the, the standards are are so low and so, I don't really have a very nice word for it, but, so we'll just leave it at that. Right. They're, they're, they're terrible. Right. Um, and, and but see, everyone measures themselves against that, not the job, and not what's optimal in combat. And so you can't say that these soldiers are fit because they cannot go into combat or wear all their equipment and do their job without. You know, they can't do it to a high standard, and they can't do it without damaging their health. Every single time they do it, they damage their health, which means they're not fit. Right. So what, what I did was I developed standards that are, in fact, optimized for the activity that you have to do, and then we train to that, and, and we usually exceed that with most folks. Um, and so our guys are military fit or fit for combat to go out and, and get it done and do it without injury and to exceed the standards. So Didn't you, uh, didn't you, know, you, I, didn't you have a, a set of books that well, a long time ago you were selling, but then you took them off the market because you were revising them, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. The, those that have followed my, my business dealings, I've gone through years and years of evolution. And uh, it's one of the things where my longtime followers really like is they're watching me solve these problems. And, and each, each book kind of addresses a new issue in a different way. And, and build on the work that came before it. And at this point, um, we're, the, the thing that I've realized is that we're so far out ahead, it's just, it's almost impossible to really explain the full scope of what we're doing and why to a lot of folks. And that is not a slight on anyone. It's just that when, you, when you're that far out in front and, and someone's base knowledge is X, you know, it, it would be like, you know, you can't, you can't sit me down and say, okay, Nate, um, you know, let's say you're Neil deGrasse Tyson, the, the world-famous astrophysicist. He's not going to sit me down and say, well, here's a 200-page here's a book, and you'll know everything you need to know. Right. Um, so what I'm trying to do is say, okay, well, I have that information, but listen, these are the standards. Here's some canned programs that you can use that will take you from 
zero to this if you follow them, you know, fairly religiously. Um, and then if you, if you need some more help with that, we can do some remote coaching to help you out and get you to that, which is a lot of what we're doing these days. Um, but I find that, you know, the other problem is that I don't write in short form or technical. I, I tell a story. I write it out, and, it, and it's a journey to read what I do. And people's attention spans aren't there, right. you know. So I get these comments, you know, I, I wrote a 300-page book a couple of years ago. Um, it, it was just phenomenal, right? And, and, and I was getting comments like, yeah, they're, they're, I didn't really learn anything in that. And come to find out the guy never read it. He got a few pages in, got bored, and said, yeah, I didn't learn anything because I didn't get past page three. Right. You know, all right, well, what am I doing here? You know, I need, yeah. to, I need to deliver this to the client in a better, more effective way. Um, but what I'm working on right now is publishing our, our revised standards, and we've got a series of, of programs that focus on the three key domains of physical development. Um, that being locomotion, uh, body control, and uh, object manipulation, focusing on biomotor development. And that's very different. People don't understand what that means. It's strength training, but the thing that people have to understand is that proper strength training in the athletic world means you do, say, one set of 20 or 30 squats um, because you're trying to develop certain qualities in the muscle and in that movement pattern so that your run or your jump gets better. You're not, you're not, we don't actually care at all about how much you're squatting. As a matter of fact, it'll shock most people. Um, we don't really do much over 24 kilos anymore. Um, or, or maybe say two 24 kilos. So 48 kilos. Um, we just don't find that we need to, because at the end, what we're evaluating is performance. And when we do that, I don't need a guy to squat twice his, his body weight for a full squat. As a matter of fact, when we do that, it slows him down in his run and his run. I remember when you so told you me that. We, we did a show, you and I, probably yeah. seven or eight years ago. And one of the things that yeah. you said that caught my attention was when my guys start slowing down, I back them off of the weightlifting because I now yep. have to start focusing on bringing them back up to speed. What good is having a guy who can't dodge an oncoming right. event, you know, if he can't run, it doesn't matter how big his quads are, if his squad is 600 pounds, it doesn't. Yeah. And, and I want to wrap yeah. the show up with this statement. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to learn by listening to this show is a level of confidence in your ability to handle any situation. This show, we're going to cover so many different aspects of physical human performance as it pertains to turning you into a would-be warrior if you need to be. Do you have to be? Do you have to go out there and say, I'm a badass? No. But you can have the confidence to know that you are a badass. And that's what this show is going to develop. It's going to develop all of your skill sets that Nate just covered, and the, the mental aspect of it, everything. And we're going to get into diet and nutrition too because I was oh, yeah. working on a project recently uh, on a bar for the government. And when I saw what is in the food, here's what I learned. The average grunt gets crap food. Special forces and those guys, they have access to protein powders and supplements like, like athletes do. But the average grunt is eating food that is laden with so much sugar. I mean, chip beef with sugar in the gravy. Really? <laughs> Why? Well, because they won't eat it if it doesn't taste sweet. Uh, yeah. These poor soldiers are asked to risk their lives 
and make their bodies work efficiently as possible. And then, and then they're fed basically Twinkies. And I, I say that with all candor. Uh, so we're going to talk about nutrition too, uh, as we go through this, but we've come to the end of this first episode. Many more to come. If you have specific questions for Nate, send them to on air at superhumanradio.net. Nate, talk, uh, you have a website, don't you? I do. Yeah, it is uh, American Defense, and that's spelled with a C. I use the old British and original American spelling. AmericanDefense.us is the website. Excellent. American Defense, D-E-F-E-N-C-E dot U-S. Yep. Go there and check it out. Let Nate know you heard him today, and please send us questions, and we'll see you next week with more of Military Fitness Radio. Okay, Nate? You got it. See you right, next week. All right, brother. Talk to you later. We're going to take one quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to a man who had the courage to try something that we talked about on this show, which is microdosed LSD, and how it changed his life. U.S. Wellness Meats is the leader in home-delivered, high-quality animal protein. Grass-fed beef, lamb, bison, and dairy. Plus, wild-caught seafood, heritage pork, and free-range poultry. Everything delivered right to your door within days of your order. There is no one better to supply you and your family with the highest-quality pastured meat product and dairy than U.S. Wellness Meats. Save 15% off when you use the coupon code SHR. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the U.S. Wellness Meats banner ad today. If you followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenics Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenics Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kegenics Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kegenics banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kegenics Prime. I couldn't have done it without. Do you know how to properly use carbohydrates to ignite your performance in the field and in the gym? You will now, thanks to this free book by EFX Sports. The Carb User's Guide for Maximum Performance reveals why omitting carbohydrates from your diet can totally crush your gains. Ever wonder how many grams you need for your specific sport? Not anymore. We give you the critical number you need to dominate your competition. You'll even discover the super carb that's taking the athletic world by storm. You must try it to believe it. Go to getcarbolin.com forward slash carb guide today and get your copy absolutely free. Once again, it's G-E-T-K-A-R-B-O-L-Y-N.com forward slash C-A-R-B-G-U-I-D-E. Mitochondrial uncoupling is the holy grail of fat loss. Making mitochondria work harder raises body temperature and metabolic rate without the jitters of stimulants. Now there is an over-the-counter mitochondrial uncoupler that will let you shred your body down to the last pounds of body fat. It's Trojan Horse. This is the supplement breakthrough of the decade. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Trojan Horse banner ad. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your order today. BlackstoneLabs.com. Trojan Horse. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in CanSee eye drops. I've been using CanSee for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is, I've been using CanSee eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit CanSee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. CanSee eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both 
Use and endorse Cansi Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Cansi Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at synthogen.com mass pro synthogen when you train with it you'll gain with it you've tried countless products that promise digestive relief but you still suffer from bloating do you avoid foods that give you a distended stomach and abdominal discomfort want something that actually works you need otrantil otrantil is the first in its class to naturally target the root cause of bloating and finally deliver real relief Developed by a gastroenterologist, Otrantil is the only proven over-the-counter solution for bloating. Learn more at lovemytummy.com. Otrantil is backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Visit lovemytummy.com today. Use code SHR for 10% off. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. Welcome back. I had someone uh, message me on Facebook. He said um, he started using Otrantil when we first put the banner ads up on the website. He's actually in the a bulking phase right now, and he's tried everything, and he suffers from terrible bloating, terrible gas, terrible discomfort, and he said literally on the first day that he used it, no bloating, no gas, no discomfort, and it's making his bulk easier because he's able to eat more frequently and eat more food and not become uncomfortable. If you have not tried Otrantil, you need to try it. It's at superhumanradio.net. Click the banner ad. Check it out. So several months ago, I did a show on microdosed LSD where I was very honest about my own use of LSD as a young man. I did a lot of LSD. I tripped a lot from uh, my late teens to my early 20s. But microdose LSD is something very different. It's a very, very small dose, generally around one-sixteenth of a traditional dose. And what it does is effectively make you have a sense of well-being, like that everything in the world is just great. You start noticing things that you didn't notice before, like the way the sun dances when the leaves move. And I can only say that the reports I've gotten is it, it endows you with a sense of gratefulness, which we're all searching for, right? People have grateful lists. Oh, I'm going to be grateful for the shoes I'm wearing. A lot of that stuff doesn't work. I mean, if you don't really believe it and it doesn't make the neurochemical connections and you don't feel grateful, it doesn't matter how much you say you're grateful. Well, it appears that microdose LSD endows people with a sense of gratefulness. At least this is all I've been told, and I will be doing it very soon. Trust me. I mean, I, I'm no stranger to LSD, so microdosing isn't scary to me. But it's scary to most people. It takes a lot of courage to be a general person in the population. Hear a show about microdosed LSD and try it. Uh, my next guest, we're keeping him anonymous. We're going to call him John. His voice, I, I invested in some voice changing software, so his voice is quite a few octaves higher than it normally is. How you doing, John? I'm doing well. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Hold on a second. I got to clear my throat. 
<clears throat> me too. <laughs> so John, so so John, let me ask you a couple questions first of all. Kind of set the stage. Uh, it's my understanding that you've suffered with some form of de- depression for much of your adult life. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah, definitely. Can you talk Starting... about it a little bit? When did it start? How did you normally feel? Um, uh, well, let's go back about 20 years when I was drinking a 12-pack of beer every day. <laughs> you were self-medicating. And, you were self-medicating. Yeah, yeah. And, and basically, over the years uh, of, of just trying to cover up and cover up and cover up, um, I basically pushed myself all the way up into 200 pounds, which is huge for me. Um, and it, it was just a way of covering up. And, and if you, if, if we were to go way back to the eighties, um, and, and I just want to touch a little bit about, you know, this whole drug thing. Please. Okay. I grew up in, in the Nancy Reagan era. Just say no. Um, yeah, and I remember there was this. It was a, a frying pan on the TV, yeah. and they were like, "This is drugs." And then, bam, they threw the great big uh, egg on there, and it starts frying. This is your brain on drugs. Just say no. And um, so, from that point on, I took everything that I understood about drugs as a kid. I was probably twelve or thirteen back then. Um, and you know, you've got uh, marijuana. You've got PCP, you've got cocaine, you've got heroin. Those were the big ones, and we bundled them all together. And then I carried that all the way up until maybe about 20 years ago when I started drinking a lot of beer. And I still didn't do any any real drugs. Maybe I smoked a little bit of weed every once in a while. But um, I, I was mostly afraid of all those other ones where you heard about people dying from it. Right. And so... So anyway, um, growing up, they never really understood what ADD was. And really, that's what is most frustrating and what has caused a lot of my depression in my life is trying to be relatable when you're trying to hold a conversation with someone and uh, to someone who has ADD, you've got, let's say, 15 uh, – I'll, I'll compare it to radios. Imagine having 15 radios in the room all playing your favorite music, but one of them has a lecture that you have to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's, it's and, very distracting. It's very hard to focus. Yeah. yeah. And so – Trying to relate to people is really where a lot of the depression came from. And in this year, after hearing that podcast and after feeling the way that I felt, my doctor even said, you know, why don't you go talk to a therapist and maybe we can get you on some medication. Yeah, uh, SSRIs. You would have been the next guy in Las Vegas shooting 50 people. You know what I mean? It's it scared the hell out of me, Carl. And, you know, I I, I said to myself, I don't want to take a medication – that isn't going to fix the problem and that I'm going to have to be medicated for the rest of my life on. And so I made a phone call and I talked to a friend who knew a friend and I said, can you get me some LSD and spent 30 bucks and bam, there it was. So what, it, now I'm, I'm assuming, assuming it was blotter acid, first of all, right? Yes. Because yes. that's really the most obtainable and the most common, but it also lends itself to microdosing better because you're able to take an X-Acto knife and what I suggested on the show we did several months ago was most blotter acid is about the size of a stamp. It's usually colorful. It usually has pretty nice artwork on it. A lot of it does. Uh, you know, cut that in quarters and then cut those quarters into quarters and you'll end up with these little micro squares 
of basically 16 of them or one sixteenth of a dose. Is that what you did? Uh, yeah. Uh, first, what I did was cut it in half, and then I did a quarter of it. I cut that quarter into into four pieces, and so uh, because I didn't want to cut the entire thing. Yeah, I got um, you. Yeah, just in case. And so I did. I started with one sixteenth, and if you were to go back on my on my blog. Uh, about 39 days ago, I wrote, this is the lowest I've ever felt in my life. And I'm in my mid forties right now. And the next day it was as if they had just invented 4k television. Um, I took the microdose first thing in the morning and about an hour later, it was as if I was looking through brand new eyes. Um, Usually I have a lot of negative self-talk and usually I have a lot of self-doubt. Um, while on the very first microdose, I was unable to worry about anything. So would, and, would, my, would my statement that microdosed LSD endows a person with a sense of awe and gratefulness about their lives just magically? Yeah, co the colors are definitely more vibrant. Um, you definitely feel elated, uh, kind kind of like drinking a really really good cup of coffee and just having like the cool breeze. Um, it, okay, but wait a minute. I want I want to cover a couple things here for, for people who have okay. never done acid before, right? So acid's not scary to me because I did it throughout high school and and okay. But for okay. people who never did acid, you didn't trip. You didn't see trails, and you didn't feel like. Uh, your perception of reality was distorted. You felt like, like your perception of reality was enhanced, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, It was very similar to, uh, you know, the movie, the Limitless movie the, about the, the, the NZT pill? Yeah. How he takes it and all of a sudden everything was just clear to him. That's pretty much what my first um, day was, microdosing. It was as if someone had flipped a switch and I was comfortable in my skin again. This is, and so this is amazing for you. In fact, we got a lot to talk about. But you had never done anything like this before. And, and upon doing this, this first time, this one time had that profound of an effect on you. So I'm thinking now you're thinking, I'm going to do it tomorrow. How many days did you microdose in a row? And did you take any time off? And were the effects still apparent even when you took time off? Well, see, that's the thing. I, I, after listening to the podcast with Sean Wells, I decided to do all of my research because I've known you for quite a few years. And before I invest in anything, I do a lot of research and I ask a lot of questions. So I, I went on YouTube. I typed in microdosing LSD. The very first thing to pop up was maps.org. And, uh, I, I, I recommend everybody listening to this podcast to log into maps.org. That's maps.org? Yes, that's the multidisciplinary um, psychedelic. Um, oh, boy. Well, it doesn't matter. Maps.org. Yeah. Okay. Maps.org. Yeah. And basically, they have all these videos from a, um, a conference that was held earlier this year. And the very first uh, video that was on there was by uh, Jim Fadiman, who is the author of the Psychedelic Explorer Guide. And Jim Fadiman's been doing a lot of research over the years on psychedelics, but he had just started a microdosing uh, study 
in February. And what's interesting is after listening to his his whole talk, it was a little over an hour, I was completely convinced that I needed to do this. Um, if you can imagine having, and this is just going off of his information from, from that study, 1,300 people from 16 different countries uh, all emailing in on a weekly basis, right? And none of these people talk to each other, and they're all saying the same thing. Our depression went away. We felt better about life. And I was convinced I needed to do it. Okay. So we're going to take our first break there. And when we come back, we've got, I've got lots of questions for John. And if you're listening to the show live and you have questions for him, you can go to the Supium Radio Network Facebook page and post it there. Uh, John has agreed to come on the show anonymously. We are disguising his voice. We've changed it a couple octaves uh, because we don't want him to get in any trouble with work or friends or anything like that. Uh, but he is uh, being very honest about his experimentation with microdosed LSD. And I think what you're going to find out, like most of us, is this is something that I think a lot of people are going to be interested in trying. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. AnabolicMinds.com is the premier website for credible information on building muscle, burning fat, supplementation, and more. With over 100,000 active registered members and over 2.5 million posts, it's one of the largest communities on the Internet to get help and answers to your questions. It's also the place that the official Superhuman Radio Forum is hosted. Visit AnabolicMinds.com today and get into the action. AnabolicMinds.com. Learn. Teach. Leave. There is no other olive oil like Papa Vince Extra Virgin Olive. Not just because of the care and quality that goes into producing it, but also because the unique Nocellata di Belice olive that grows in Sicily is like no other olive in the world. Its spicy yet buttery flavor improves any food it comes in contact with. Higher in antioxidants, Papa Vince is raw, unfiltered, and cloudy and comes from a single orchard owned and operated by the same family for over 100 years. It's the only olive oil Elisa and I will Will ever use. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Pop Events banner ad and use code SHR45 and get two bottles of Pop Events for $45 while supplies last. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in Can C eye drops. I've been using Can C for six months now and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is, I've been using Can C eye drops for 11 years now and I credit Can C eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. Can see eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse Can See Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Can See Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. Superhuman Radio has the smartest and most dedicated health and fitness listeners found anywhere in the world. If you're trying to tap this market of greater than 50 million health fitness consumers, you simply can't do better than advertising on Superhuman Radio. Our sponsors tell us Superhuman Radio outperforms other forms of advertising time and time again. If you're tired 
tired of wasting valuable advertising dollars and need a new way to build your client base? Go to superhumanradio.com and click on the Advertise With Us link. It just may be the best thing you have ever done for your business. 4.6 million years of evolution gave us the blueprint for the perfect protein supplement for humans. So why do all protein supplement manufacturers ignore it? We don't. The first human-appropriate protein supplement is Thrive Advanced. Built around the blueprint of mother's milk, Thrive Advanced contains the amino acids, peptides, micronutrients, enzymes, probiotics, and vitamins that support protein absorption and assimilation. All of our dairy proteins come from happy cows on pastures here in the United States and are low-heat pasteurized. You'll never find any artificial sweeteners, additives, or ingredients. You won't even find thickeners or gums in Thrive Advanced. And we back up our label claims with post-production lab analysis that's available right on our website. Visit superhumanradio.com and click the Thrive Advanced banner ad and use code SHR and save 50% off your entire order today. Do you know how to properly use carbohydrates to ignite your performance in the field and in the gym? You will now, thanks to this free book by EFX Sports. The Carb User's Guide for Maximum Performance reveals why omitting carbohydrates from your diet can totally crush your gains. Ever wonder how many grams you need for your specific sport? Not anymore. We give you the critical number you need to dominate your competition. You'll even discover the super carb that's taking the athletic world by storm. You must try it to believe it. Go to getcarbolin.com forward slash carb guide today and get your copy absolutely free. Once again, it's G-E-T-K-A-R-B-O-L-Y-N.com forward slash C-A-R-B-G-U-I-D-E. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back. We're talking to John. Not really his name. That's not really his voice. But it's really him. Uh, about his experience with microdosed LSD, if the hearing the show that we did here a few months ago, and as you heard, if you're tuning in late live, we have a lot of people listening live today. Interesting. Um, his experience was with the one sixteenth of uh, a tab of LSD. It literally in one day took him from the bottom of his life looking up to the top of his life looking down. So have you done it every day since then, or have you taken any days off? Um, there is a, there's a regimen to do it. Okay. And the reason why is because the, the way the molecule works is when you, when you take LSD and it docks, if you go in the next day and you take LSD again, you're going to need more of it and you quickly build tolerance. And so what we found is taking it on day one and then off for two days and then on the fourth day you take it again um i have found that on one sixteenth of a dose i still have the same effects through the next day see and when i used the trip so for, for people who've never done acid i would do uh a, and 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 i know you talk about the tolerance because I, the longer i tripped the more often i tripped the, the the more i had to use i mean there was a period of time where i was taking a couple three of tabs of blotter acid at a time, just at, right at the onset. Um, the, the, but you're right. So when when you trip, and anyone who's ever tripped knows this, it, it, you're still tripping the next day. It's just not as bad. And by the third day, 
because you've probably been up for two days, because when you trip, it's very hard to sleep. Um, the, the, your mind races, you're enjoying your life, you're laughing constantly. In fact, the big problem I always had after tripping was my jaw muscles were so sore from smiling and laughing continuously for three days. And so by the, by the, by the third day, you're still feeling it. You, you still have this transient sensation that you're still tripping. It's not until four or five days later that you really are out from under its effects. I don't know what its half-life is, but when you take a full dose, you'll trip for three days just that the, with each progressive day, you, the effects are less and less and less. So what you're saying is accurate. If you take a microdose on Monday, chances are you're still feeling some effect of it on Tuesday and maybe a little, 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 but not as noticeable by Wednesday. Um, yeah. And so then you take take another dose, I guess, right? Yeah, and it, what's interesting is the there's there are a lot of different studies that are going on right now around the world, and um, they're getting ready to go into schedule three or phase three uh, studies on MDMA using MDMA for right. PTSD. Right. And uh, over at, in London, the Imperial College of London. Um, they have found that, you know, they, they take these guys with PTSD and give them a really good trip with psilocybin and about three or four weeks later, they have to come back in for another treatment. So now they're looking at microdosing instead of just giving them one big macrodose, having them microdose twice a week and the symptoms are just going away. So, you know, th- that, that's really where the question is, is how long is it going to take for this stuff to become mainstream in, me- in medicine? It's moving very fast. I can tell you that right now. It's moving very fast. So so um, one of the things that LSD does is it increases BDNF, uh, which is a neurotropic factor that increases new neurons to sprout in the brain. Mm-hmm. I told my story sure. when we did the original microdosing show of my meeting with Timothy Leary in Las Vegas, Nevada in the late 80s, and we had a discussion. He said then, and there was no proof of this, that what LSD did was causes the right and left hemisphere of the brain to bypass the corpus callosum. The corpus callosum is the bulb at the top of the spine, and it acts as the data processing clearing center for the things on the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain to kind of get together and share information, but everything's got to go through the corpus callosum. He said to me then that idiot savants who you can drop a box of matchsticks on the floor and they can look at it immediately and tell you that it's 167 matchsticks. The reason they can do that is because their corpus callosum is dysfunctional. It doesn't work. So the right and left hemisphere of the brains talk directly. And he used the term then that I had never heard before. He said, when, when the right and left hemisphere can communicate together independently of the corpus callosum, you can arrive at original thought. I said, well, what's original thought? He says, uh, you take two things that have nothing to do with each other, um, tree and bread. And you can find where they intersect and have some sort of common ground. This is where original thought begins. And LSD, he said, is is doing that. Now, he had no proof of that then in, in the late 80s. I think it was 87 that I met him at UNLV at a lecture. I shared all my stories about tripping with him. I had some amazing trips. 
And it was nice to talk to somebody who didn't look at me like I was a nut, um, who understood what was going on. And he said to me then that um, it, it, this this process is occurring and it's permanent. These connections are permanent. Once they're made, they're made. And I was in California April of last year at Quest Nutrition. And Tom Bilyeu used to do Inside Quest TV show. And he had Jamie Wheat or Jamie – I think it was Jamie Wheat or Jamie Wilde. He's the guy who is on part of that uh, Becoming Superman, the, 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 the state of flow. He's doing all that work in that. Mm-hmm. He talked about LSD actually causing that state of flow, being in that zone. And you know what he's talking about because you're living it right now. Yeah. So – yeah. It's, I it's told wait wait to I told him the story about Timothy Leary, and he looked at me and he said, "When did he tell you this?" I said, "I think it was '88. I was living in Las Vegas at the time," and he said to me, "That has just been proven in a research study four months ago." So Timothy Leary had the ability to have the insight of what was happening because of his own experimentation with LSD, because his own experimentation with LSD allowed the right and left hemisphere of his brain to communicate. And he was able to interpret and foresee what science would prove 30 years later, 20 years Mm -hmm. later. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. The DNA, DNA was founded on LSD on an LSD trip. Bingo. Yeah. I saw something in a trip one time that in the late 90s, the technology actually came to fruition. I saw it on the news, and I, I couldn't believe it. I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, that's what I saw on that trip in 1976, and here it is. Like, they're using it now. It was so – I mean, I've had so many of those experiences, and you don't tell people about it because they go, you're crazy, deja vu, you didn't really see that. You're, you're just cra-. And so you don't tell anybody about it because only someone who's ever tripped – can relate to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're not tripping. No, I want to be clear. Today. You're not tripping. Well, <laughs> you're not tripping anyway. You're not tap- yeah. taking a high enough dose of LSD to trip. You're taking a high enough dose of LSD to improve the way you feel. And that's really all it is. So now you're doing it every fourth day. You didn't use it today? Uh, yeah, today, uh, every Monday and every Thursday. So, yeah, today today is definitely a microdosing day. First thing this morning, um, took uh, one-eighth today, so I did an eighth of a tab. Um, got up, went out, did some grocery shopping, went for a two-and-a-half-mile walk, um, came home, ate lunch, and waited for you to call. How are so, your walks different now when day. you're doing them? Are, do, are you more in awe of things that you used to pass all the time and not even notice? Um, one of the things that I notice, and, and I, I've said this before about clarity of vision, but when I'm standing in the woods, uh, we have uh, 2.9 miles of, of paved wood uh, paths back here in the woods. And when I'm standing on one of the paths and I'm looking out into the trees, I can see the detail on the farthest tree. And it, it it really opens my eyes to everything else that's going on around me. Um, I'm a little more aware uh, of the sounds that are around me. I'm a little more aware of uh, what I can see. Um, it, not really too worried about where I'm walking because I've walked that path for the past 20 years. Um, but yeah, I definitely I want to be there and I want to go out there. Um, in fact, on one of these uh, walks, um, 
on one of my microdosing days, I was actually able to call and talk to my mom for about two hours, and I was able to make a connection with her that I haven't had in so many years that I was able to forgive her for a lot of the things she's done over the past 20 years that, that's drawn, that's forced this wedge between us. And this is usually a person that I would set a five minute timer for whenever I would talk to her. I talked to her for two solid hours and, um, we were actually able to fix our relationship. Did she ask you, did she ask you what has changed with you? Was she like, what's going on with you? Uh, she did, and uh, I'm going to be honest. When my mom and my dad met, they were in a motorcycle cl- uh, group. Okay, so she's and, open to this uh, kind of thing. Yeah, okay, I got she it. She is. Yeah, and so I, I talked to her about it. I said, hey, you know what? This is what I've been doing, and uh, it, it's enabled me to open up my mind and make better connections with the people that are around me. And we were able to talk it out and actually fix our relationship. That is really awesome. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Um, so how long can you continue to do this? Do you think from the research that you've done, is this something that you'll do for the rest of your life or is there a a point in time where, okay, I'm fixed. I'm done. I don't need it now. Um, Albert Hoffman, the guy who discovered LSD, he microdosed for the last 30 years of his life. And when he was a hundred, he was giving two hour lectures. I don't think I'll ever quit doing this. Man, I'm with you on this one. Holy crap. That's amazing. That's huge. That's yep. amazing. Um, let, let's take a quick commercial break. I've got lots more questions. We're talking to John, wink, wink, nod, nod. That's not his name. That's not his voice either. Uh, but he is letting us in on a very, very courageous thing that he's done. And that was a guy who's never done drugs started microdosing LSD, and it literally changed his life for the better. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips. With 21 grams of high-quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest Bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest High Protein Potato Chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest Protein Bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert, but this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars. There is no other olive oil like Papa Vitt's Extra Virgin Olive. Not just because of the care and quality that goes into producing it, but also because the unique Nocciolata di Belice olive that grows in Sicily is like
like no other olive in the world. Its spicy yet buttery flavor improves any food it comes in contact with. Higher in antioxidants, Papa Vince is raw, unfiltered, and cloudy and comes from a single orchard owned and operated by the same family for over 100 years. It's the only olive oil Elisa and I will ever use. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Papa Vince banner ad and use code SHR45 and get two bottles of Papa Vince for $45 while supplies last. 4.6 million years of evolution gave us the blueprint for the perfect protein supplement for humans. So why do all protein supplement manufacturers ignore it? We don't. The first human-appropriate protein supplement is Thrive Advanced. Built around the blueprint of mother's milk, Thrive Advanced contains the amino acids, peptides, micronutrients, enzymes, probiotics, and vitamins that support protein absorption and assimilation. All of our dairy proteins come from happy cows on pastures here in the United States and are low-heat pasteurized. You'll never find any artificial sweeteners, additives, or ingredients. You won't even find thickeners or gums in Thrive Advanced. And we back up our label claims with post-production lab analysis that's available right on our website. Visit superhumanradio.com and click the Thrive Advanced banner ad and use code SHR and save 50% off your entire order today. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. Here's some good LSD music. <laughs> Welcome back. We're talking with John. That's not his real name. This is not his real voice. He's remaining anonymous for obvious reasons. I also want to make a disclaimer here. We are not suggesting by any means that people break the law or do drugs or do LSD. We're just telling you about one man's journey. That's all. So I don't want people to misconstrue this that we're saying, hey, go out and do acid. No, we're not. Don't do anything you don't feel comfortable doing. But you should hear these discussions because I have a feeling the future is going to include your doctor offering you microdose LSD if you're depressed. Okay, so let's first talk about um, what you messaged me on, which was the third wave of dot. Uh, yes. Yeah. So what, what is that? Uh, third wave, the thirdwave.co. So in my research, I came across a guy named Paul Austin, and he is an entrepreneur, and he created a, a company called The Third Wave. And basically, it's a website, thethirdwave.co, where 
he teaches you exactly how to microdose almost any type of psychedelic. And he even has courses that you can sign up for, and I've actually taken his course, and it's fantastic, on how to microdose. And it, it's, it's very in-depth. He does a lot of work with um, the Psychedelic Symposium, and he also does a lot of work with maps.org. Uh, because everybody is working towards the same thing, and that's trying to get the word out and trying to create a comfortable space so we can have these conversations. Um, a lot of people look at LSD in the same light as they look at heroin or PCP or cocaine. And honestly, that's kind of like saying, you know, let's have dessert. It's cheesecake, liver, and onions. Right, right. It, it, they're really completely different. LSD and psilocybin mushrooms are actually uh, some of the safest drugs out on the market. Um, they've had people, you know, do loads and loads of LSD, and the worst that's happened is they've gone into a coma for a day, popped up, and they're totally fine. So really, when you look at it, the research is really where it's at. And it looks like uh, through maps.org and through Johns Hopkins University and through the, the what is it, the College of London, the um, Imperial College of London, they're going to have MDMA available as early as 2021. So it's just a matter of getting that part taken care of, kind of like the marijuana issues that we're having where it's starting to pop up and it's available in certain states. I have a feeling that over the next 10, 15, 20 years, we're going to see the same thing with psychedelics. So sourcing is a big problem, and here's why. Um, tabs of LSD in their potency can vary dramatically. The Minimum required to actually trip, to actually have a hallucinogenic experience, is about 35 to 50 micrograms of LSD. Very, very small amount. But there are, there are double-dose and triple-dose blotter acids out there that are as much as a milligram. And obviously these these... You can't microdose those. You couldn't cut them into small enough pieces of paper to microdose. I guess you could lick. No, you couldn't even lick them um, because it's such a high dose. You so, can volumetrically change it. You can put it into a hundred. Let's say, yeah, a hundred milligrams of water and about half and half uh, vodka overnight, and then you can use a dropper. Yeah, to that, and that's that. what you would have to do. But the reality mm -hmm. is that you'd have to know that that's what's in there before you took that. That plunge. So sourcing has to be a problem. Were you afraid about sourcing or did you trust your friend's source? Um, I, I trusted my friend's source and then I talked to my friend a little more and he was like, well, and so I was like, you know, I was a little nervous about it. I said, you know, don't worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and figure this out on my own. Um, and you know, I'm not going to tell you how to source. I will tell you that there are research chemicals out there that are very similar to what we're using. Um, and if you were to go to the third wave.co and read the entire website and sign up, uh, for their forum, you'll actually learn a lot about that kind of stuff. They don't tell you how to source it, but they will tell you what you can use to, to micro. And then you can search for that on a website. So, so the reality is you don't have to go to the dark web to buy acid. You can actually get research chemicals that will do the same thing. 
Yeah, it's kind of like you're you're looking for a branch that has or a stick that has three branches on it, and you find a stick that looks the same but it has four branches. So you break the fourth branch off, and there you have it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of how it works. Interesting. So they're kind of analogs, yeah. precursors, just like yeah. So that, that that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What about the dangers? Are there any dangers or perceived dangers that you experience? Um, yeah, here's the deal. If you have in your family anyone who has schizophrenia, if you have anyone who's had any manic depressive episodes, if you have anybody who's on SSRIs, if you have a heart condition, um, and apparently if you're colorblind, these people should not be taking any psychedelics at all. Wow. And, um, that scares me because sometimes you have things that you don't even know about, but I did a lot of acid as a kid and nothing happened. So I'm thinking I'm safe now other than the heart condition. Obviously you can get that when you get older. Um, yeah. And you can have a heart problem without even knowing it. So even they the, mi- even the, the micro dose amounts you're saying. Uh, you, it's hard to tell because it hasn't been, they've only started studying it in February of this year. So we're really, we're really in in the infancy of microdosing, even though we know certain people like Albert Hoffman have been microdosing for the last 30 some odd years before he died. Um, obviously he knew something that we didn't. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, this is a brand new science. (laughs) I can't believe that. I mean, I, I understand the schizophrenia part. I get that. But a lot of the other stuff I think, you know, um, when I was a kid, do you know what they told us in the 60s about LSD to scare us from using it? <laughs> Flashbacks. If you ever do <laughs> LSD, what will happen is one day you'll be someplace at work, at church, uh, at mm-hmm. a friend's house, and you'll just start tripping again. And you'll have a flashback, and they'll put you away because they'll think you're crazy. So the flashback, that was the big scare <laughs> tactic about LSD. Oh, you know what? I did so much acid. Over the course of probably a five or six year period, and I am still waiting for a flashback. It's never happened. Do you remember? Do you remember when Molly back in back in the eighties or no? It might have been in the nineties, eighties, nineties. They were going after Molly uh, MDMA, and they did a, a study um, on rats, and they showed like uh, fMRI scans of rats' brains that had been taking Molly, and um, they showed. Uh, that the brains were actually atrophying and they're like, Molly, it will melt your brain. It'll actually melt your brain. And it turns out, and this was not in the mainstream, they retracted that paper because the scientist accidentally gave the rats a different drug. It wasn't even, it wasn't even MDMA. No, it was, um, it was meth. It was methamphetamines. And so that's and that never made it into the mainstream. And so everybody thinks, okay, well, if you take these psychedelic things, your brain's going to melt. Steve Jobs created Apple uh, on a trip. Um, Come on. Most of your if you look at uh, microdosing Silicon Valley, if you type that in uh, to you, they're all doing it. Everybody at Google's doing it. I know. I know. Everybody. So the reason why I'm doing it is going to be different from some people. Of course, I'm I'm running my own business. So yeah, every once in a while, I'll take a macro dose and you know try to come up with different ways of getting new clients. But 
the micro dosing is really where it's at for me because my productivity has gone up. My relationships with the people around me have gone up. Um, my overall view about life has gone up. Um, I'm no longer depressed. Um, one of the best things that's happened, I used to sleep two hours a night. I now go to bed at midnight. I'll wake up at 8 o'clock. I won't even wake up in the middle of the night anymore. Really? And so yeah, this is amazing. So the truth is you would have never done an interview like this before microdosing LSD. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not, not about, I mean, about anything. You would have never gotten on a show like this probably and d- talked about anything uh, before that, right? No, I mean, I'm comfortable in front of people, but I'm not that comfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, one of the funny things is uh, the day that I actually messaged you, um, I was out on the trails and uh, I think I might have even sent you a, a follow up message because there were so many mosquitoes out there. I sent you a follow up message. I wonder how those mosquitoes are feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. If they're biting you, they're tripping. Ah, that's hilarious. That is so brilliant. That's so funny. So, one thing I do want to say, and this is interesting, I actually wrote Jim Fadiman about this. Um, I took, I think it was my third or fourth uh, microdose um, at one sixteenth, and it, it was interesting because I took the microdose and I'm, I took all of my vitamins like I do, and I decided I wanted to go down into the basement because I have a full gym in my basement, and I, I decided to take some crealkaline, and so I took the crealkaline. And my phone rang and it was my boss and they needed me to come into work. So I was like, okay, great. I'll run into work. So I went into work and apparently creatine enhances the effects of LSD. Really? Because, yeah, on one sixteenth of a dose after taking the two, you know how they're little purple pills. I took two yeah, of them. Right. Um, in my peripheral vision, uh, we have signs hanging from the from the ceiling at my work. From my peripheral vision, the signs were swinging. So oh, really? I was actually, getting, yeah. So you and were so, you were tripping a little bit. You're saying a, a little tiny bit, and it and it felt as if I had uh, drank like five or six cups of coffee. I was really really amped. Yeah. Uh, so I decided, you know, creatine and, and LSD probably not a good idea. Yeah, or or gr- <laughs> probably grapefruit juice too, because that'll probably double your dose easily. This is also fascinating. Is there anything that we've missed discussing? Um, get involved uh, in, in your neighborhoods. Uh, if you guys want to learn more about it, um, just Google your city name and psychedelic society, because chances are there's a psychedelic society nearby. And really, all these people are talking about is trying to get that medicinal value out there. Um, there are a lot of people out there right now that are doing experiments just like me. And it's improving their lives. There's a book out there called A Really Good Day by Islet Waldman. Um, if you want to read about someone who really put herself out there, uh, she microdosed for 30 days, completely changed her life. Um, and look up Jim Fadiman on uh, YouTube and Maps. Please get involved because it, it's this is the future of medicine. This is the anti-Merck, uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, no, Merck is going to come out with their own LSD eventually. I, you know that's what's going to happen. I mean, they're going to they're going to find their way onto this bandwagon. Mm. LSD is out of patent protection. There's nothing anybody can do with it because it, it, it's also naturally occurring, I believe, in nature. So, um, but but what they'll do is they'll come out with their own psychedelics, but it'll have side effects. It'll give you diabetes. 
<laughs> something like that. <laughs> it'll give you diabetes or it'll it'll uh it'll crash your cholesterol or give you high blood pressure. Right. All right, so, so listen, um I think we've covered everything we need to cover. I think that what we're saying here is that uh, learn more. That's the first yeah. step. Learn more. Uh I like the idea of going to thirdwave.co.co Mm-hmm. devouring all the information first and finding out what some of the precursors are. So do you feel the precursors are as effective as Frank LSD? Do they have you experiment experimented with both? Um no, I'm finishing up my very first uh original set of LSD, my first three tabs. I'm just finishing that up now and uh I'm about to dive into the uh the research chemicals and see how they go. So, so but but what but what you're hearing out there in the the credible information is that the precursors are as effective as Frank LSD. It's indiscernible. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, John, uh, thank you for your courage and your willingness yeah. to come on the show and contributing to. Hopefully, there are people out there who are listening to this that are suffering with uh, mild to uh, moderate or to severe depression that have gotten to the point of their lives where they don't feel like... Carl, Carl, wait. It's not even just depression. I mean, this is resistant treatment, resistant depression. These are people who they've given medicine to and it doesn't work. They take one-sixteenth. They have people that are taking as little as one microgram of LSD and seeing differences in their lives. Man, it's just so exciting. It's just, yep. I, I, it, and, the, and the mainstream is picking up on this, as you point out. It, this is almost like a flashbulb. It's going across the United States very quickly right now. Yep. But do your research um, if you think you're somebody who would benefit from this. If you work in a, a technical environment and you need uh, to be sharper uh, or you hmm. need to come up with new ideas, it, this, is, this is a muse. It's like a muse, yeah. you know. So, John, hmm. thank you for being on the show today, man. It's a pleasure, Carl. It was really uh, nice being on here. I've been a huge fan for years and years and years. You guys helped me get skinny, man. You helped me get in shape. In fact, after this, I'm going downstairs to deadlift. Oh, so 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 <laughs> microdosing and training. Uh, any any dangers? Uh, no, there's none at all. It's actually they've had uh, people who run triathlons uh, uh, microdosed, and it actually is it puts you in flow, man. It's so easy to get into the flow when you're on LSD. <laughs> and that might be where the heart problems are. You know, it's, it's, a, it's the same scenario that I talked about when they put old guys on testosterone. They think that they can have sex all day long. They think they can run mm. up the stairs. And it's like your body's not ready for it just because your brain and your, and your mind feels like it's ready for it. So chances are if you use this stuff and you think to yourself, you know, I haven't run 10 miles since I was 17. I think I'll go out and run 10 <laughs> miles. No, don't do it. It's a bad idea. Just because yeah. the just because the, the the brain is telling you you can do it doesn't mean the body can. So move move slowly through these passages. John, thank you, man. It's a pleasure. Take care. Bye. All right, we're gonna take uh, our last commercial break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Superhuman Radio. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. 
That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N labs.com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. Would you train with it? You'll gain with it. You've tried countless products that promise digestive relief, but you still suffer from bloating. Do you avoid foods that give you a distended stomach and abdominal discomfort? Want something that actually works? You need Otrantil. Otrantil is the first in its class to naturally target the root cause of bloating and finally deliver real relief. Developed by a gastroenterologist, Otrantil is the only proven over-the-counter solution for bloating. Learn more at lovemytummy.com. Otrantil is backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Visit lovemytummy.com today. Use code SHR for 10% off. If you've followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenix Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenix Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kegenix Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kegenix banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kegenix Prime. I couldn't have done it without Do you know how to properly use carbohydrates to ignite your performance in the field and in the gym? You will now, thanks to this free book by EFX Sports. The Carb User's Guide for Maximum Performance reveals why omitting carbohydrates from your diet can totally crush your gains. Ever wonder how many grams you need for your specific sport? Not anymore. We give you the critical number you need to dominate your competition. You'll even discover the super carb that's taking the athletic world by storm. You must try it to believe it. Go to getcarbolin.com forward slash carb guide today and get your copy absolutely free. Once again, it's G-E-T-K-A-R-B-O-L-Y-N.com forward slash C-A-R-B-G-U-I-D-E. You've heard about turmeric and you probably use it. It's one of the most talked about health foods in America. Pure Indian Foods sources certified organic turmeric from small farmers in India. This limited edition turmeric is standardized to contain high, naturally occurring curcumin, which is the good stuff you want. It's also lab tested for heavy metals, which you want less of in your food. Psst. Don't tell too many people about it. It's limited edition. Get yours today. Go to HighCurcuminTurmeric.com today to learn more. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at LiveOnLabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. This is the Superhuman Channel, doing reps with the weight of the world. Boy, that was an interesting interview. So was the first one with uh, Nate Morrison. The show really delivered today. And i think it's important i think john's message is very very important you need to learn about this stuff you can't just jump right into it you got to also i can tell you from personal experience you know one of the things that we always believed in when i was a young man was um when you did trip you only tripped with people you trusted you only 
uh, tripped in an environment that you trusted. You never um, tripped with people you didn't like because just the fact that you don't like them uh, could precipitate a bad trip, right? You start getting a little paranoid around them and so on. So the environment needs to be controlled. Um, the people you trip with needs to be controlled. Now, that may not be the case with microdose. It doesn't sound like it is. I mean, he he's microdosing, and most people who are microdosing, they're going to work, they're going to school, they're performing better. So I think that when you don't cross that hyper-hallucinogenic threshold, which the difference between tripping and microdose is, um, you're still in touch with reality, but reality is just kind of enhanced. When you trip, reality is skewed. Everything is different. You see things that aren't there. You hear things that aren't there. And so obviously you could end up being paranoid and scared easily if you don't understand what's going on. But microdosing sounds like you're still in touch with reality. It's just that reality has brighter colors. It's like living life in technicolor instead of black and white. Um, I assume these things because I know what it feels like to trip and I know what it felt like the third day after a trip. And so I'm assuming that that third and fourth day after a trip is kind of like how you feel when you're microdosed. You just feel kind of good about things. You feel happy and you don't really have a reason to. Uh, and definitely your perception is better and your thoughts run faster, more fluid. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I really am. And uh, I, like I said, but there's a lot more research to be done. And I'm not saying that anyone should out there go and break the law and do drugs that are illegal. Uh, these pre precursors seem to be interesting too. I'm going to look into those. They're research chemicals. So they're not illegal to buy. They're just illegal to put in your mouth. Uh, interesting. Very, very interesting. So today's Thursday. We don't have a show tomorrow because we don't do casual Friday anymore. So Monday we have a great show. Monday we're going to talk about the next generation of sports nutrition. It's going to be a really good show. Something that I've been thinking a lot about and I've got some Great people come on and talk with me uh, about it. So hopefully you'll tune in for that. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for listening. Share shows. Share shows. That's all I can ask you to do is share some shows. Send links to people. Help us build the superhuman nation. Let's change lives together. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.